Be kind of nostalgic for those days. Makes make me a little misty. All right, enough of that shit. Thanks for coming back. Last we spoke, the dudes had hit somewhat of a low point, at least to them, after an embarrassing first gig and then the usual conflict between the drummer Jimmy and the singer Jesse. As we know, Jesse and Connie, Jimmy's mama, had a um, close friendship and it tortured Jimmy like the devil. But the dudes had done another jingle. This one was for Blanche's Donuts. Who likes donuts? Everyone. Yummy, tasty, tummy bun. Where'd you get those donuts from? Blanche's! Blanche's! Yeah! Blanche's. And just like with people smoking barbecue, that business had just took off. Donuts and bear claws just flying out the door. I mean. So when the dudes found out about this, they were kind of happy about it. I mean, they liked the little bit of money that they was paid for the spot, and they liked getting to have a chance to record again at WTFH. But some of them was concerned that their newfound notoriety as jingle writers could eclipse any chance they had of becoming the rock stars that they was Clearly destined to be. that song i think maybe if we stuck a little stinger at the end of it, it might even be a little bit more rocking you know what i mean yeah that's real good all right rock and roll hot plate everybody wants one well as usual jimmy i sort of detect a little bit of sarcasm there in your assessment of the new song so uh, what's the problem with this one, man? Sucks. What can I tell you? I think it's pretty cool, man, that we got, you know, uh, the commercial they're, they're playing for, you know, for people all some blanches. That's pretty good. That's getting a name around pretty good, don't y'all think? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty happy that the name's getting around and all, you know, I mean... But, yeah, I don't want to be known, you know, as jingle writers as opposed to original songs, man. Yeah, speaking of which, original songs... <laughs> What happened to, I thought we was dazzled dudes because we was fixed to be a glitter glam rock band, man. What happened to all them David Bowie songs you was gonna write? Like, 
you know, I hadn't heard a single song about astronauts or gay space aliens or nothing. Well, since you mentioned it, man, I'd happen to be working on a song right now. It's called Spaceship Lovin'. I think you'll probably dig it. Well, I hope so, man. I hope it'll be better than all your songs about beer and small appliances. The dudes actually had a new gig to look forward to. Despite the lack of turnout at their last performance, Marvin, the owner of La Elite, had been convinced again by Jimmy Diddy Eustace, the owner of Cochran's Package Store, to let him have another shot. This time, it was on St. Patrick's Day, so they had a guaranteed audience. Connie had said she was even coming out and bringing some of her girlfriends, too. Man, I can't wait to play this St. Patrick's Day gig over at the La Elite. And I'll be finer than hell, don't y'all think so? That's going to be a big party, man. It's going to be slots of green beer and cold chick and stuff. Don't y'all think? Uh, it should be a stone groove, man, you know? I mean, it'll be a big audience. We know that. And, you know, we can play all these songs we've been working on and everything. I'm looking forward to it, too. I, I just hope we don't have to bust tables this time, man, you know? Oh, dickhead, we don't have to bust tables this time. He doesn't expect it. Hell, you did bust tables last time anyway, so fuck you. Green beer on St. Patty's was a relatively new thing in mixing back then, and it brought the Irish out hard in everybody. That green beer was nothing but the cheapest shit Marvin could buy with some food color added. I suspect it barely qualified as beer with the FDA, but he sold it for something crazy cheap like a nickel a pitcher, and it'd get you good and drunk. So the dudes would have a turnout. They wouldn't have to bust tables this time, but what with it being St. Patrick's Day and all, Marvin did have one special requirement. Hey, hey. Y'all boys, y'all boys, y'all get them, get them beards and them hats on. I'm telling you what, I didn't buy that stuff. I didn't buy that leprechaun bullshit over at the Kmart for nothing. I just paid good money for it. I, get them on right now. You want to get paid tonight? You want to get paid? Get them on. Put them on. Yeah, Mark Marvin, we're we putting them on. It's cool, man. Don't worry about it. We're going to get them on. It's cool. Let's put, put the damn things on. Man, you said we weren't going to have to do any of this bullshit again. It's just like bussing tables, and now we got to dress up like... Fucking leprechaun. I said you were going to have to bust any fucking tables. You busted fucking tables last time. Shut up. Just put the fucking beers in the hat. That's a big of a deal, man. I don't know why y'all are even fussing about it. It's St. Patrick's Day. I mean, you know, dress up like leprechauns. Ain't no big damn deal. I don't want to be a fucking leprechaun. Shut up, Jesse. God damn it. Shut up. You don't ever get any fucking gigs or nothing. Well, at least Wilf's daddy gets his gigs. So shut up. Put the goddamn beard in the hat on. Yeah, well. Being a damn leprechaun ain't as bad as being a loser, and you already got that shit covered, so well, shut know, up. You know, Connie doesn't think I'm a loser at all, man. Hey, boys, it's good to see the best of these again. It's my boys. Hey, boys. Hey, Jess. Hey, Connie. This is my friends, Joni and Marta. Hey, Joni. They want to come along hey, the party hey. with the This is Marta's husband, Bobby. He's been drinking on me. Okay, you guys ready? Alright. Everybody put on your boogie shoes. It's time to party with the Dazzle Dudes. Dazzle. 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 Dazz
South. Picture, if you will, the interior of Marvin's. Sort of a medium-sized room lit by many, many neon beer signs, some overhead lamps, tables scattered here and there. Big long bar taking up one whole long wall on the side. And over the back, little bitty excuse for a stage. Big hole in the middle of the stage where some um, rather aggressive country singers had been stomping for years and years. Dudes hardly fit on that stage with their equipment. In fact, they really didn't fit on it, but, you know, they managed. Right in front of the stage that night, you had Connie, Jimmy's mom, who was about 5'1", real cute, blonde hair, dressed in real, real tight, high-waisted blue jeans with a tube top. Her two girlfriends, who looked more or less exactly like her, and one of them's drunk husband. The rest of the crowd looked like they had stepped out of the pages of Tractor Pull Monthly, which some of them had because they'd been in a John Deere ad that was extolling the virtues of the local workforce. So they're dressed in camo jumpsuits and overall work clothes and whatnot. And they didn't really care what music was playing. They just there to drink green beer and raise hell. Uh, and also, of course, to watch the four newly minted leprechauns cavort about on stage. I'm sorry, I, I didn't... Lean over here a little, I'll fix okay, it Okay, all right, all right. Is that... Okay, there is you that, go. Thank you. All better. Okay, okay thank you. Sad! Yeah, you look like a real leopard. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. My name's Jimmy. Pleased to meet you. I'm Sandy. Hey, Sandy. <laughs> so, all in all, the dudes had a fairly successful St. Patrick's Day gig at Marvin's La Elite. It wasn't but three real fights the whole night, and none of them, remarkably, involved any sort of gunplay. Also, Jimmy experienced two things with which he was sorely unfamiliar. One was the attention of a member of the opposite sex. Two was an unfamiliar feeling deep in his heart, which he thought might be their stirrings of 
love itself. But what the dudes didn't know was they were about to be swept away by a cold wind from the north. Picnic Records was on their way. Listen to episode four of Dazzle Dudes, which was written, recorded, and produced by Murray Attaway. This episode was co-written by Layla Attaway, who also provided the voice of Sandy. All material copyright 2019. You can find Dazzle Dudes on Apple Podcasts, Android, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, DazzleDudes.com. Hell, some of you can probably listen to it on your refrigerator. Not judging. Boogie down.